Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Thursday, September 29th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Many in the St. Louis region are still recovering from July's record rain and flood. Some say it's another sign of changing weather patterns. Even when I was growing up, the weather wasn't this crazy. Even when I was growing up 40 years ago, it was not this crazy. We used to can tell winter, you know, when it's winter and when it's cold. In just a few minutes, an East St. Louis man shares his story about trying to bounce back from this summer's storms. It's part of St. Louis Public Radio and NPR's Next Generation Radio Project. The St. Louis Archdiocese says declining enrollment is behind the decision to close two Catholic high schools at the end of the academic year. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports the move is a surprise for alumni and students. On Wednesday, school leaders and families were still processing the potential closure of Rosati Kane and St. Mary's. Both are Catholic high schools in the city. Sarah Morris has been teaching at Rosati Kane for more than 20 years. This has been my passion, my joy, my privilege to teach these amazing young people. And the thought of not having them in my life anymore just, it devastates me. It breaks my heart. Alumni at St. Mary's have been talking about ways to keep the school open. School president Mike England said that could be as a private Catholic school separate from the archdiocese. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis County officials are reconstructing a historic school for black children at a Chesterfield Park. County officials are carefully piecing back together African school number four. Black children were taught at that one-room school from the late 1800s to the 1950s. It's one of the oldest structures of its kind in the state of Missouri. Doris Fraser was a substitute teacher at the school. She says she is grateful a piece of Chesterfield's history is being preserved. I'm 91 years old today, and I'm very proud to say that I am very proud to live in the city of Chesterfield. And I'm very happy that I had a chance to help black children. Officials say the schoolhouse should be reconstructed at Faust Park's historic village by the end of this year or early next. Members of the Missouri House will debate a tax cut proposal today. The Missouri Independent reports the bill goes beyond the scope of the special session called by Governor Mike Parson. A committee has approved the measure with a price tag of nearly $2 billion. The governor's tax cut proposal totaled $700 million. House Budget Committee members are including an amendment to cut the corporate tax rate, and it would eventually go down to zero if revenue goals are met. St. Louis has a new plan to directly invest in parts of the city that have long been overlooked. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports on the city's new economic justice plan. The plan seeks to ensure future development goes to parts of the city that have not historically gotten it. It lays out how St. Louis will build economic opportunity over the next two decades in specific parts of the city, like Dutchtown, the area around the new NGA site, Walnut Park, and MLK Boulevard. Neil Richardson is the president and CEO of St. Louis Development Corporation, which wrote the plan. He says part of it includes reviewing how specific developers have acted. We're vetting those developers to ensure that you're a good neighbor, ensure that you are actually align with our vision for making St. Louis 
a more equitable city for all people to thrive. Richardson says this will help his organization avoid developers who have harmed neighborhoods in the past. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Two artist groups in St. Louis are planning a stage production next year that will include Latino stories. Latinx Arts Network and Encore STL plan to collect video and audio stories from Latinos throughout the region. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson. The production Cuéntame or Tell Me will include stories about heritage, love, family traditions, migration, and culture. The Latinx Arts Network and Encore STL want people in the St. Louis region to learn about the area's diverse Latino population by listening to accounts from community members. Carol Lara is a board member with the Latinx Arts Network. She says the production can help unite communities that typically don't interact with one another. One family might be getting together over rice, beans, and platanos, and another might be getting together over macaroni and cheese. But we all kind of have these shared experiences, but we think we're so different. Laura also hopes the stories help Latinos heal from past traumas. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. The difficult recovery from July's record rain continues for many throughout the region. The United Way of Greater St. Louis reports related flooding hit an estimated 700 homes. That includes Alvin Cooper's property in East St. Louis. NPR Next Generation Radio's Walter Thomas Patterson talks with Cooper, who was pleading for help. I have took out about, i say about 63 buckets of water, each with three gallons, and I filled them up at least 60 or 70 times. My name is Alvin Cooper, and I'm a storm damage victim here in the city of East St. Louis. And I was just trying to see can someone direct me or give me the proper help that I need to try to get my house back in order. Right now, I'm still stressing because I don't have the necessary funds to fix the house, but I'm living. You know what I'm saying? I still live in the house and wait and work on it little by little until I get it together. Right now, I still don't have hot water because I need electrician to come out and do the hot water tank. All my electrical outlets from the water shorted out. You know, I got electrical problems that have to be looked at in this house still. Now, this is my faucet in the restroom. I got cold running water. It works perfectly on cold. Hot running water is still cold water. So I have water on, but I, I don't have any heated water as of this moment. So just like I said right now, I do the boiling water, take a shower, and I do that twice a day or when I need to. A man of my age, you know what I'm saying. I, if I was a little younger, maybe I could do a little more. But, you know, you stand up, you're trying to make ends meet and keep your utility bills paid and and your electric bills and stuff paid and you'll be hitting with all these other whammies. So you're getting behind even your utility bills and other expenses that you need to help cost you. You got to do all these long hours work to try to catch up for where the storm caused all you this grief. I had to pay out of my own pocket to get it repaired to keep my yard and stuff cut, and my yard still is not cut properly with a push mower as what I could with the rider. All my equipment was damaged. To get it back, you know, straight all the way, about 15 grand, and that's cheap. All my tools and stuff got wet. My weight sits got wet. Just numerous of things and equipment got wet. Oh, man, the list go on and on and on. 60 items back there. 
So that's what I've been cutting all this big yard with a push mower by myself. It's kind of, I'm up in age and I'm, I can do it, but it's, it's a lot on me. Cause you got to cut this big yard a half an acre with a push mower. I don't, I don't have pride in my home right now the way it looking, the way the, the damage of the storm caused. I was more happier before the storm came than I am after the storm came. I'm more downer and, and, and kind of sluggish and depressed a little more now. Unless they go through what we're going through, everybody else, like it ain't happening to me, they, they simply just look over it. That's as simple. That's as normal way people think sometimes. Long as it ain't me. I ain't worried about nobody else. Even when I was growing up, the weather wasn't this crazy. Even when I was growing up 40 years ago, it was not this crazy. We used to can tell winter, you know, when it's winter and when it's cold. I'm worried about the future generation if it's going to be in the future. Because the way it's going, I don't know if it's going to be another future, maybe another 20 or 30 years. My faith is number one, keeping me going to believe in God and letting me know that things going to change. And I don't have been a lot worse situation than this. And I pray to God and God help me each time. That's East St. Louis resident Elvin Cooper speaking with NPR Next Generation Radio's Walter Thomas Patterson. Walter was among six young reporters involved in an intensive radio boot camp this month at St. Louis Public Radio as part of NPR's Next Generation Radio Project. Before wrapping up, if you remember 1995, then you'll also recall that this song was everywhere. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Rapper Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise was from the movie Dangerous Minds. It was Billboard magazine's top song of 1995, and ever since it has made several best songs of all time lists. We wanted to bring it out today, following word from California that Coolio has died. He was 59. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.